Hello, hello, this is Lisa Ruta's Strategic Change Guide podcast. Today we have very special guests, today we have a very special subject, and we are talking about adjusting. How difficult is it to adjust, how difficult is it to change everything completely? You can do this because our guest did it, and many of our listeners already did it. So let me introduce today our guest is Eva Charlie. Hello, Eva. Hi, Lucy. It's so good to be here today. It's a pleasure having you here. So please share your story. It's very exciting. I already heard part of it, and I'm pretty sure our listeners are excited to figure and find out more about you. <laughs> all right. Thanks so much for this opportunity. And hi to all the listeners. So briefly, I am... I'm a former diplomat from Croatia that has been living in Bali for six years. I decided to just break free from the, <laughs> from the public service and from the, the career, the uh, external kind of success of uh, the, the diplomatic field and to follow my own path, to follow my own inner guidance and uh, to move to Bali to start my own business and finally to discover my hidden talents, my hidden gifts as a, as a coach, as an empath, a healer, and so on. So uh, my transformation happened in 2011. I'm sure a lot of the, the people who are listening have also felt energetically that 2011 was quite a strong year. In the astrological sense, there were a lot of big shifts happening, um, <clears throat> a lot of the breakthroughs and I felt it in the way that I was really, even though it was the peak of my career, I was 33, I was, I was a esteemed diplomat working in Jakarta. So I was sent by my home country, Croatia, to Jakarta. And um, I had a really nice expat package. I had the, my own driver. I was spending my week uh, sipping champagne at, at uh, parties with other diplomats from other countries, dressing nicely, you know, thinking about... Um, <laughs> My biggest worry was uh, whether the uh, the escal the elevator for the uh, the VIP elevator will work tomorrow in my my office building or not. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> very exciting. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure listeners are hearing this story, thinking, "Wow, what should do? <laughs> is it not the dream?" <laughs> so what happened next? <laughs> yes, yes. And my second worry was what will I eat for lunch? Like where will I order my lunch that day? <laughs> um yes, so um <clears throat> well, um even though from the outside it all seemed such so sparkly and wonderful and exciting, inside I really felt like my world was falling apart. I felt I wasn't heard. I felt a lot of my inner talents and a lot of my abilities were dormant. I felt like I was kind of dying inside. So it was a big, um, it was like I was living some kind of a lie uh, almost. And also the, the people that I was surrounded with, I felt they don't share my values. I felt that a lot of the people in the uh, court diplomatic were quite... Uh, thinking only about themselves, their own promotion, and not really caring about uh, the needs of the people and kind of being there to serve, uh, to serve the, the, national, the nationals, right? This is why we're there. This is why, what, we're, we, what we were paid for. And just uh, all together, uh, it was just a very um, 
a very hard um, <clears throat> moment of truth for me because there was something emerging, something strong was emerging inside of me. This this desire to live, you know, this new life was kind of <laughs> kind of um, piercing through, um, and there were a lot of these uh, birthing pains while it was happening and. Uh, um, actually, the only thing that I that I could do, I was trying to coach myself at the time. Uh, as um, as I really felt pressure, I was um, I was crying almost every day. I was I was serving the clients. I was doing my best, but at the same time, I really felt this very strong need to break free, to just not to do this job anymore. It just wasn't. It wasn't. Um, what I was about. Huh? So I was, I could only help myself by kind of coaching myself, by, by tapping myself on the shoulder and thinking about what would make me happy. So that was kind of my, my light at the end of the tunnel. And I was, uh, I was just talking to myself like, okay, so what would make you happy? What do you want to do? You know, how can we break through this, all, all this pain, all this darkness, all this, all this heaviness. And I saw this kind of, idea that I want to work with with environment and art I had this idea that I could kind of that there's this combination of art and environment and even though at the time people that I talked to I was going to networking events I was talking to people that could help me that had that had their companies in Bali you know and uh, so I was I was trying to to feel the a little bit of the opportunities and they were all they're all listening to me and kind of rolling their eyes and they were like, Oh, whatever, like yeah, art and environment, you're crazy. There's no such thing as art and environment, you know. You you will never find that field. So as life happens, I think uh, life is quite aligned at many times with, with our inner their our inner world. And I got um my contract got um my contract got broken or my contract got, wasn't extended by my boss because my boss also felt that I wasn't, um, that I wasn't uh, obviously fitting in and he didn't want to extend my contract for another couple of years. And it just came to me one day, he, wasn't, he didn't even announce it. He just gave me the document which said, okay, that's it, you're, you're going back. You're going back home. So at the same time, I felt like really, kind of um, surprised and shocked, but uh, at the same time, I, I was so grateful for the universe for giving me this opportunity to actually break free, you know, from this, from something that I really didn't want. And uh, as the vision was guiding me, I, I moved to Bali and after a month or so, I was going on some uh, net business networking event in, in Denpasar in Bali. And there was a lady who, we were all sitting at the big table, like talking um, out, li out loud, that, like what we're looking for. Some people are looking for jobs. Some people are looking for, for their uh, for, for help in, in certain fields. And there was a lady who said, oh, yeah, I need somebody to, to work with me on this campaign of um, protecting, uh, protecting the uh, environment. I'm, I, I want to protect the oceans and I work with art. <laughs> So I ended up working with her. I was I developed a, a public campaign for protecting the oceans. I called it uh, Art for Oceans, and we were raising awareness of the need to protect the oceans, not to throw garbage, not to throw, not to pollute the oceans and rivers, by by creating uh, underwater sculptures at uh, certain locations that would um, 
protect the growth of the corals. We were also collaborating a lot of like the the local um, inter the international um, organizations that had local branches that were doing uh, work with corals that were um, restoring the corals. We were also working with local artists. We were, um, yeah, we were commissioning the local artists. We worked with Body Shop and some of these like more um, companies which are more aware about the environment. And um, um, yeah, so it was it was pretty amazing. It was amazing how that that vision uh, was really uh, produced for me. <laughs> So um, yes, you know, so so it's it's all about uh, this uh, manifestation. It's all about understanding what we want, what we need, and then the, the universe kind of provides. That's impressive. <laughs> Very impressive story. So basically, you see in the industry that your friends and colleagues saw that does not exist, art and environment. And obviously, you created the possibility, created the opportunity to uh, make it work for yourself. Yes, uh, yes, it was quite, it was quite interesting. It was a journey, of course. Like every point that we come to, uh, those are like um, <clears throat> new, new points, new steps for another journey that we take on afterwards, right? So. It all it all leads us to something new. After that project, it was a one-off. Uh, we got a lot of funding from international organizations that support environment uh, and our artists' work uh, in the field. Uh, and I, I, it was quite successful campaign. It was all over the media and uh, everywhere. And after that, I decided that I would love to start my own company. So I started a company for organizing retreats on Bali. So basically helping coaches and therapists bring their groups to Bali. So I, I helping with the budget, logistics, um, finding the right accommodation, etc. And, and during that, that work, I met a few coaches and I was really inspired by the coaches. And um, that's when I kind of realized this is how my journey started towards coaching because I saw how big of an impact can, can coaching have on people and how much it can transform their lives and, and, and uh, allow people to be free to, to live their full potential. That's amazing. That's very amazing story. The most people I met uh, negatively will react to a situation that's getting fired or end of career or just been unsatisfied. Yes, there are many people who are reaching the top of the career line and just feeling that that's not it. That's not what I wanted, but not enough courage inside to change something. And for you, it seems like situation that for many people will be like an end. It was a push button. You got fired, but you got inner voice that guided you to develop something more of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's impressive. That's true. <laughs> so, for example, if today I will decide to go to use your service and go to Bali for the retreat, what would it be? Well, I, I work with the established uh, coaches and therapists, trainers who are interested to bring their, their clients to Bali to offer them uh, a new experience, to offer them a high paying ticket. 
to to up to upgrade to, to offer like a more complete service where they can work with them for a week or, or two weeks and where they can combine their coaching and therapy sessions together with uh, lo uh, local cultural activities together with uh, you know a lot of massage spa together with uh, yoga or whatever other other um, interesting um, other activity there, there are so many things to do in Bali. It's a very developed uh, touristically, and the wellness segment, this this wellness tourism, is really, really top. It, it was uh, in 2015. It was it had the title of the top wellness destination in the world, and uh, it's growing pretty much. That's amazing. So, what is the most challenging part? Changing everything. The most challenging part in changing everything. <laughs> I think it's when we change our life. We have to forget parts of ourselves at times. So it, it's, a it's a journey that we start. And um, while exploring, while learning new, while discovering new, while pushing new boundaries, while uh, achieving new goals, there are parts of us that we forget. So I think then we understand that the, the cycle is complete once we re manage to reintegrate again at the whole parts of, of, uh, of our personality. I mean, practice, uh, yeah, you know, just kind of like stretching yourself. If you can imagine, you know, like stretching yourself like energetically or, um, and then, uh, and then, uh, once you reach your goal, then kind of remembering the other the other parts to make it a whole, a beautiful whole again. That's wonderful. So do you feel right now, after all the changes and all the journey, you've found the purpose of what you're supposed to be doing? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. After six uh, years of living in Bali, I am... Uh, very 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 clear <laughs> on on what my purpose is and it feels wonderful it feels wonderful to have this clarity and to understand and to kind of look at life from this kind of integrated point of view to understand like why things were happening in, in my life and uh, what was it serving you know so everything has a purpose nothing is uh, coincidental all the things that happen to us i think are helping us to to grow um where we're supposed to be. That's very interesting. So what will be the secret recipe? Living six years on Bali or getting professional coaching? I'm sorry, can you say that again? What will be the secret recipe to change everything for the one who decides, yes, I'm ready? Will that be living six years on Bali or getting professional coaching service? <laughs> well, one thing I've, I've learned because I've done a lot of this exploration by myself that I would really recommend people getting getting coaching uh, services for sure because this this is what gets us to our goals much faster and easier because there are people who have done it before so they know the steps and they can take our hand and, and guide us on the way along the way yeah. But, uh, I mean, living in Bali is uh, also very interesting. There are a lot of people who are doing it. <laughs> now there's, like, this huge movement of, like, young entrepreneurs. and Exactly. Uh, 
people would go in there, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's quite popular now. So it doesn't matter where the person is in the world, where he or she is living, get a professional culture will help to uh, find that push button to change everything. Yes, to change everything. Also, there are there are things which which help me on my journey, and these are morning rituals. So, mastering your own energy, mastering um, mastering your emotions, mastering um, your mind. I think that's really important part of of changing your life. And morning rituals are something that that uh, very successful people do nowadays because they recognize how much um, it's helping them in their everyday life to to have the right mindset to set the goals to have a vision to um connect with the inner self in meditation every day to <clears throat> to affirm to to create affirmations which kind of help us with, with which we can tap on our back on our ourselves on the back and and you know kind of give ourselves courage to to continue on the journey even when it's really hard and you know grounding physical activities to to move the energy through our bodies i think this is very important as well that's interesting so have you been in a situation after you made, made this drastic change have you been in a situation when you felt oh what, what what did i do what am i doing here what's going on <laughs> of course i have <laughs> so of how course you, i have how you went through it well, I think one of the most difficult situations uh, was uh, living with Bali. Is Bali is a third world country? It's very beautiful. It's very dreamy. It's very green. You know, tropical. But a lot of amazing parts. Uh, a lot of things to enjoy, but also it's you know it's like really um, living and working together with the with the people who are from different cultural background. So, um, for example, the, the, the Balinese, uh, they, they live in the now, you know, they, they don't have the same, maybe it's because of the climate, which is very hot, so they don't have the same, yeah, yeah. they don't they don't really have the same uh, idea of, uh, you know, like the, the Westerners planning for the future, planning, strategizing, always, you know, always, the mind is always somewhere else, kind of, you know, like, what do I have to do today? You know, um, uh, how can I plan? How can I make more money? How can I buy a house? You know, there's always so many things that we are, we are kind of ahead of ourselves, right? To, to create a better life. And they're just, they just live in the now. They're really not concerned about that. And, and uh, yeah, they're, they're very dedicated to, to spiritual life. They're, they spend a lot of time praying and singing and dancing in the temples and, very kind very soft people very uh so sometimes it's, it's a little bit hard to work uh with uh, with them because uh, it's just you know like for example they, they when they're on holidays when when there's spiritual um big spiritual uh events happening um they just stop they stop the streets they stop working they close their they close their their um, workshops they close their businesses and they just don't care <laughs> so we're just not used to that in the west you know we always know things need to be done it needs to be completed people need to pay things you know it's like we kind of we have we live in this other dimension and uh, for them it's like yeah 
I'm not going to have clients today, that's fine. <laughs> okay. So that's so a bit challenging. What yeah. will be your advice to our listeners in, in uh, how to adjust to new environment? I think, I think my biggest, uh, Bali was uh, my biggest teacher in the sense of uh, understanding the energies and understanding that uh, we need to respect the energies around us and that there are times to do things and to do things and there are times when we, we can't do things. <laughs> so in the sense that really to understand that in life, uh, if we respect these energies outside, that we can achieve much more and have much less frustration. And uh, also if we then, again, listen to our inner energies and our inner um, uh, inner callings, that also we will be much more productive and much more, we will achieve much more with much less friction. I hope this was clear. <laughs> That's very interested in deep thinking. I'm pretty sure our listeners are touched. So tell me how how can you, based on your experience, how can you help uh, our listeners uh, today or tomorrow? What service you provide? Yeah, thank you for asking. So I'm just about to launch a very exciting. Uh, support program which is a one-on-one -on -one, 90 day where i support uh, people who have who believe that i have spiritual talents spiritual entrepreneurs so healers future coaches i call them coach links um psychics um empaths etc who, who believe they have gifts and that are not 100 percent connected with their purpose and are afraid to to show their talents to the world and, and afraid if they can really help others. So I created this program especially for that so that they can get more clarity on their purpose and that can get that they can get more self-confidence on the themselves and their own gifts to, to serve others. So this is starting in January. Uh, I have it all on my website. And also before that, I have, I have prepared a little taster, a five-day challenge that is taking place on the 25th um, of December. And uh, it's going to last for five days on my on my Facebook group. Um, yeah, so people can, can taste a little bit of uh, what's going to be happening in that program. That's very interesting. To our listeners, please follow the description for this episode and you will find all the links and contact details for to reach out to Eva and join the challenge and use the separate service for 90 days. So the next year will be real change and with help of real experts. Anything else you're willing to share with our listeners, Eva? Well, I just wanted to, to mention that it's really important to, to honor ourselves and our gifts that we have. There are a lot of people who are, who are very gifted out there, who, have, who are very intuitive, who can sense others, a lot of empaths out there. And uh, I just want to encourage everyone to love themselves and to, to nurture those gifts 
uh, that you have because it's, it's very important and it can help others along on their journeys. So, yeah. That's very exciting. Thank you very much for sharing your story and your thoughts and advice about how to adjust and what to do when you feel that you need to change 180 degrees of the direction and how to adjust to new environment and to new life. Thank you for being here with us. And to our listeners, please follow links to reach out directly to Eva and join the challenge. Uh, once again, we've been talking to Eva Tauri today from Croatia, the one who changed her life from diplomat to live in Sierdan Valley and to launch an old culture program. Thank you for being with us. This is Strategic Change Guide Podcast and we'll see you. See you.